God Family Nation. Well, let's, that's let's, a, that's a perfect transition. example of what, willingly open yourself up and allowing this thing to utilize you in order to propel you to perfect whatever, Whatever so, you want to get, whatever you want to get in this life, you want success, you want money, whatever, allowing this thing to come in and actually get you to where you want to go. You just you know put up saying? a picture with Travis Scott, which I had no idea was in, which I kind of probably should have assumed, but I don't, I don't want to assume the worst about people. I had no idea he was into dealing with Satanism and witchcraft, right? No, nah, that so was, got, um, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Rocky. I, I apologize, yeah. Travis Scott, if you see this. ASAP <laughs> Rocky. You put, you put up a picture of ASAP Rocky in a pen, in a satanic pentagram circle, whatever, and some friends oh, with, his, with his book. So we talk about this music, right? So yeah. we just watched the beginning of this podcast. We started with a three minute, about three minute testimony of a brother who said that he saw some stuff in the spiritual realm and saw Jay-Z dealing with some demon that was inside of Jay-Z when he was talking about how he did the black album or blackout album or whatever it was called and mm-hmm. so with this with this music i mean at this point listen honestly bro i mean we're gonna go into some stuff but at this point we don't without have to question. it's we, without question you, you, at this you, point you, man the, the, the guy what's that boy name the boy little nas, nas x this boy i mean it's blatant at this point like it we've been saying this for years right i want to go all the way back to john todd in the 70s Right, who, who who first, I think one of the first people to speak out openly about this, and he disappeared. They still don't know what happened to him. I've never I've never heard what happened to him. They, they never said they found his body or nothing. But at this point, with the boy Lil Nas X, and he not, and it was people before him, there's other uh, videos, uh, it's other videos I've seen on YouTube that were just as demonic as this. You know, Beyonce got a lot of demonic videos, you know, uh, so. It, Every major artist. It, it's it's not even at this point. It's not this this not this shouldn't be something that's like oh I don't know if y'all y'all this is not conspiracy theory at this point. It's blatant. It is blatant at this point. But when I mean when the boy came out with the joint, he they tell me he got the Nikes with the blood in them and the and the pentagram on them and. He was uh sitting on the he, devil, kissing on the devil. Twerking on the devil. The Lord bless my eyes. I, I wouldn't I couldn't look at it. I couldn't watch all that. I just seen pictures and read articles on this stuff, man. man, but, man I mean, it's good. it's so blatant at this point with this music. But let's let's get into this music. So I'm gonna tell you what I know, right? What I've learned across, right? And I'll give you some of my sources. G. Craig Lewis has a series called The Truth Behind Hip Hop. Very informative very eye-opening right but before g craig lewis went into this it was a man named john todd john todd was i want to say around 74 maybe 78 he came out with this information right it's a grand white video he's in a church talking about now john todd according to his testimony he was born into a witchcraft family his whole family practiced sorcery and witchcraft and they were prophecy club John Todd, no, he did. He was dead before they killed think, him. He disappeared oh. before Prophecy Club yeah, came out. They, they, they might have played the, the video, they the played the video on Prophecy right? Club, but um, I don't know. But you can look up John Todd and find his testimony. And he was, according to him, he was born into a, a witchcraft family. His family had been practicing witchcraft for years. And uh, he, you know, they were getting money from, you know, uh, the mafia and all, and people were paying them, you know, because they were the ones who would do, who would commune with the devil for these people to help them get you know, fame and fortune, whatever the case. And so he he talked about his, you know, his personal experience of going into these record labels and doing witchcraft and witnessing witchcraft and everything. So he talked about the masters, why the masters is so important. 
He says that the reason why you, you, know, you see all these people fighting and fussing over these masters, which is just a, a, the original, it's the original tape, it's the original audio. And the reason why this is so important to these record labels, according to John Todd, is because they take these, they take the masters, right? And they take it to the top of these record labels. As you go into these buildings in New York, LA, at the very top, on the top floor, there's a, a huge room that's a basically a satanic temple or something. And they have the pentagram in the middle and they go in and they put it there and then they do a, a demonic prayer or an incantation. And they pray demons into this music and whatever curses they want to put into this music. And then every audio that's produced from that particular audio these demons are able to go with it. So now if they sell a hundred million copies, that's a hundred million people that brought demons into their homes, brought curses into their homes. Right. Uh, you, I, the, one of the best examples I can give you was bone thugs and harmony each 99 eternal. I believe it was that album. Right. And we know crazy bone just recently did a, a, a podcast where he talked about this was real at the time mm -hmm. it was happening. They didn't know what they were doing. They were teenagers. They didn't know that they were indulging in this. Cause they weren't the ones masterminding the, the, the cover of the, of the picture and the artwork. They were just rapping and people showing people, Oh, that looked cool. That looked dope and put it on there. They didn't understand the, the sorcery behind it. But yet he realized now he said, man, I don't know what people talking about. We were dealing with devil worship. I didn't know what they were talking about. He said, then I go back and look, I'm like, Oh man. But the, you know, but at that time they were young, they were using drugs. They were in the world. They were blind. They were blind to what they was indulging in. But if you go and I think it's East 99, you know what? I hope it's not East 99 Turner, but on one of the albums, on the back of the album, there's a, uh, there's a paragraph written in reverse. Uh -huh. Not, not the, but all the letters are reversed. So I was, and I had this album and praise the father. I was too stupid at the time to know how to read it. I looked at it and I couldn't make it, whatever. I didn't think of it, whatever. It was I, a Lord's prayer backwards or something like that, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. Some. I never read it, but according, according, according to G. Craig Lewis, uh, it, it was it's, it was actually a demonic prayer. He said, oh, yeah, that's the witches, the witches in Salem, when they wanted to put a curse on an unsuspecting victim, what they would do is they would write um, the curse in reverse and, and send it to a person, and the person would get it. And in order to read it, they would have to hold it to the mirror and read it, and they would speak death and destruction into their own life. Mm -hmm. And so they had something like this on the back of one of their albums and they sold 10 million copies of this album. Yeah. 10 million copies. So, you know, and, and, and now here you got crazy bone coming back and saying, Hey man, we, I didn't realize we was, we was part of that. You know, you look at, and to show you how deep this get, right? You look at the, the video, I think first of the month, I think it was the first of the month of video where they were in this room and they had skulls and pentagrams and, uh, Ouija yeah. boards all around, and they sitting there rapping. They got and they got they uh they got they uh beanies on. They got they, they beanies on, right? And there's yeah. a ball of fire sitting right on their forehead of the in the middle of the beanie while they rapping, right? Didn't make the connection. Go to the Book of Acts. When the when the Holy Spirit fell on the on the apostle, and they had the gift of tongue. It said came in and it set on the, it set on them like a like a, like a fire, like a tongue of fire. And so that's what in that video. They were mocking the Holy Spirit. That was a, the, the, the Holy Spirit with that tongue of fire on their hip forehead and they rap fast. They had the gift of tongues. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? And look how deep that is. Now, when I'm looking at that, I'm just thinking, oh, that's cool. I don't get the significance of it. They didn't even get it. But whoever was making that video, whoever yeah. came up with that concept, they got it. 
somebody in Hollywood, somebody in the music industry has some kind of demonic understanding to put that on a video. You dig what I'm saying? And I, you know, I think back to when I was younger, right? The only album that I really, really got into that I listened to when, as a young child in, in middle school was Me Against the World, Tupac Shakur. Know the album, back to front to cover, the songs in order and everything, know all the words. And I just like a couple of days ago, pulled up that album and I'm listening to that album. And, and, and a couple of days before that, I was telling my wife how when I was, I want to say my early 20s, bro, I had got to a state, a point in my mind to where I didn't believe I was going to live to be, you know, in my 20s, my late 20s and 30s. Because, you know, uh. people, they would say when you were in school, they would say, you know, close your eyes and imagine yourself five years from now. Imagine yourself 10 years from now. And I would try, bro, and I, could, I couldn't perceive myself in the future. And between the drugs and the lifestyle, I... In my, all my brilliance, right? My dumb brilliance. I concluded that <laughs> the reason why I couldn't perceive myself in the future because I wasn't gonna be here. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in the future. That's why I couldn't see it. So I just I accepted I was gonna die somehow. I was gonna get into some stuff. I'm gonna kill somebody. Somebody gonna kill me. That's how the game go. And I had I got into this place where I believed that, and I was and I came this close. I came this close to fulfilling that destiny, right? Then I go back. I told my wife this about maybe four days, maybe three, four days ago. And then like the next day, a couple of days later, uh, for some reason, I, I just pull up this Tupac album, right? For some, I don't know why. And I'm listening to it, but now I'm listening to it with a spiritual ear. And everything is about, you know, if I die tonight. And in the song, he said, murder, murder, murder. In the back, murder, 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 yeah, murder. I heard one like, of the songs. Not, he, and I'm like, man, not pop. You know, he background. got a song. He got a song called Blasphemy. Yeah, facts. And, bro, and I, to me, Pac was like, like the Marcus Garvey in my day. When I was, in, you know what I'm saying? When I was a youngster, when I was a teenager, right? And and I thought about the influence. Because, I, bro, I would, I would go to sleep listening to this album. And I listened to this mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And I'm saying... And I never made this connection until like yesterday, the day before yesterday. I said, this is the reason why I had that, that mentality in my mind. Because I'm listening to pop headlines, read murder to death. If I die tonight, uh, you know, uh, I'm having dreams of, I'm having visions of, of, of being in the hearse, you know, keep people killing me in my sleep. And, it, you know, this is, and this is before death row. Yeah. And this is the majority of his albums about him dying and getting killed at a young age. And I'm listening to this over and over and over and over. And I'm thinking back how, uh, you know, even Dear Mama, he talked about running from the cops yeah. and all that. And I remember us being young, trying to fulfill that. You know, police pass by, we just throw a rock in the police car and start running just so we can run from the cops. Like we heard on the, on the song. Children are impressionable. You understand? And then you take the fact that these people are praying demons into this music. And they're sending, sending this music out. And, you, and as parents, it, because we lack a spiritual understanding, we bring this, we bringing demons right into our house. And we're pumping them into our children. We're allowing our children to absorb this stuff. You know, I know a person that was in prison. And they had, you know, when you go to prison, they sober up. They got time to think. And they would tell me all the time, it's that music, bro. It's that music that's messing us up, that got sending these youngsters to prison. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, you said a lot, man, and something I don't know if any of y'all thought about that meeting. Remember that meeting back? Yeah, in the that, that 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 uh, busy, uh, uh, crazy bone talked about. 
We should actually. Oh, late, no, play late. That. I said crazy. Late. Was it late? No, it was crazy bone. Yeah. 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 He talked about and yeah, and they talked about how in that meeting, um, that the major record labels had they based they had bought into it. It's probably the same people that you pulled up yeah, on the list. Had, they bought into they bought into the private prisons, and so they're saying now, listen, we got to change the direction of music. We need to make music that's gonna keep these prisons full. So they got away from the conscious music, Arrested Development, uh, Chuck D. Them, you yeah. know, everybody was making music that that was uh that was enlightening, uplifting to our people. They got rid of all that music, and then they start pushing this music, and they had that summit with Ti and uh, and uh. And a couple other brothers, they, they was, and they were saying, why y'all making this music? And T.I. said, listen, why don't you talk to the people that own BET that's in charge of what records get played? Because when I make mm -hmm. positive music, they don't play those records. I'm an artist. I got to eat. So I got to make the music they're going to play and the music y'all going to buy. If y'all stop buying the music, they wouldn't play it. And I can make music that, that's more you know, uplifting. And I'm not justifying making that kind of music, but nobody's looking at the, the actual people, the culprits behind it. They want to blame, you know, just the artists, but the artists don't control what music gets played on the radio. They don't get, they don't control what videos get played on, on, on TV. Mm -hmm. So, no, you know, it, it's man. I mean, you talk about uh, the guy from Color Me Bad, and I, this is, this is uh, G. Craig Lewis goes into this in the truth behind hip hop. This was, man, this blew my mind. Blew my mind when he talked about this. The guy from Color Me Bad and people who my age are older, they'll know Color Me Bad. They had, you know, they were on the they were on the, the New Jack City soundtrack, number one album in the country, right? They won a Grammy and everything. It was a guy in there, I think his name was Kevin. And in the height of this, when they won his Grammy, Kevin decided he he was listening to something and he realized that the devil was a part of what he was doing and he walked away from it. And so some of his confessions, he talked about how when they were on tour how uh like thousands of women told him that they lost their virginity to his song mm. right uh or you know they would they would fornicate to his music and at one point kevin demons started to manifest in kevin and as the uh as, as his brother was casting these demons out this one demon manifested and said you know hey let's talk he said, I don't want to talk. He said, no, let's talk. He said, you know, Holy Spirit told him, let's talk. And the demon told him when they were in the, when they were in the studio making this album, he said, we were, we, the demons, we were in the studio with them and we were doing incantations and prayers over this song to women where women would you lose their virginity and fornicate over this music from, from this music. And he said, that's when Kevin came to and confirmed that he had, you know, he cast that demon out. There was a bunch of other demons in this guy, but he, that's one of the things that he, he learned from this. This is what's going on in the, in the music industry. Right. Uh, and this, you know, like I say, John Tell talked about it and he talked about it and, and it's, it, so and you just like I say you just I didn't see that picture. I know the picture about uh ASAP was ASAP Rocky ASAP Rocky you know in the in the pentagram and so and, many other people man, listen man I looked at um Mario I like Mario music I saw him on Vlad the man got all kind of weird demon stuff on him and trinkets and whatnot he started talking about some stuff he's dealing with I said oh man he he a witch too I could hurt my feelings man but I shouldn't be surprised but hey you know this is what's going on this is what we're listening to this is the music that we jam hey, to I was gonna say it's just not my bad. I got the dogs in the background trying to get a 15 minutes of fame. But um yeah. I was gonna say, listen, <laughs> it ain't even <laughs> it ain't even just it's not even just mainstream artists. Is he like for those of y'all who like battle rap? Oh yeah, man, go ahead. even uh, the battle rap artists well, and just the, this we thought we was getting back to something pure, right? Listen, this we thought we get back to something pure. 
they might be worse because look, they ain't even getting paid the same amount of money to do what they doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but see, they think a lot of them I'm think change for a piece of change. Uh, well, a lot of them understand that <laughs> they do this stuff. This might be this might be what get them to the next level. The gateway, yeah. Because you know what? Why is Azalea Banks cutting chicken heads off and boiling cats? Yeah. Why is she mm-hmm. doing that? You understand what I'm saying? These mm-hmm. people, man, these people, look what happened with Prince, right? And your boy, they, they say he's crazy, Orlando something, their boy Orlando from, uh, Johnson. Something, nah. From Japan. Orlando Brown. Yeah. Orlando, Orlando Brown. Brown, excuse me. No, no. From That's So Raven and Major Okay, Orlando Brown, Brown yeah. So yeah. he talked, but now he said that they say he crazy or whatever. He, I know he talked crazy or whatever, but because like, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Dave Chappelle talked about Martin Lawrence. He said, why is Martin Lawrence running in the street with a gun saying they trying to kill me? Why did Mariah Carey win a Grammy then go on, on TRL half naked? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Why did he say, he, and y'all think these people crazy? He said, maybe, he said, these people, a strong person can't make it. You, you gotta be strong to make it in Hollywood, to make it in the music industry. So these people are strong people. They not crazy, he said, but maybe the environment that they're in is crazy. Why he yeah. went to Ohio, right? So when you talk about uh, Orlando Brown, they said he's crazy, maybe the environment got him a little, you know, throwed off in the way he expressed himself, right? Uh, but they asked him about Prince, you know, cause right before Prince died, he, he riding his bike in the parking lot at Walgreens and Walmart and, you know, he's just doing a bunch of weird stuff. Morris Day talked about how Prince called him up and they did one more show. And then he left the show and Prince came out the shadows and hey, he was clapping, hey man, great show. And sit down, they talking, see Prince told him he loved him. And that was the last time he talked to Prince. Prince knew he was gonna die. Mm-hmm. And I don't know this to be true, but this is what I believe. I believe Prince made a deal with the devil and it was time, to, he knew how long he had made the deal for and it was time to collect. So he was doing some things that he wanted to do. He wanted to go just ride his bike and enjoy the weather because he had been, a celebrity so long, he knew he was about to die. And when they asked Orlando uh, Brown about this, he said, man, listen, he, that's what he said. He said, man, listen, it was time to collect. Mm. What you think he was doing? Why do you think he was acting strange like that? Because he knew he was about to die. And I, I believe that, thing. man, because dealing with, dealing so with Haitians, to t- talking to some of these Haitians that, that has practiced voodoo and everything, they'll tell you, man, listen, you can make a deal with the devil. You sign a blood pack for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years, whatever you negotiate, and you'll be rich and live your best life for this long, and then you somehow you something happened, you drop dead. They said yeah. happened with um, James Brown. They said yeah. James, James Brown. Hey, he, I mean, he did a video depicting it. Yeah, exactly. he had a video yeah. depicting mm-hmm. his, his deal with the devil. So, you know, uh, mm. it was enough. What, what's it, Von Jovi or somebody, man, talked about that. He was yeah, like, he I made a deal with, uh, I forgot the term. He the master, he, he said. The, the master, he said, yeah. like the, the master of this world and the next world is what he said. Mm. Uh, yeah. With Katy the Perry, same. was it Katy yeah, Perry? Katy she Perry, talked yeah. about it. So she was uh, a gospel uh, that, singer at first, that, converted that, that, over yeah. to the joint. Yeah, the the boy man. Um, I mean the the the, the girl man. Uh, what's the girl, the girl man? Kylie. Je- I mean, uh, not nah, um. Nah, uh, Gaga. God, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga. I ain't gonna say Lady Gaga. That's a girl man. Cause and and, and people think I'm being yeah. facetious and like that, but I'm not. That she's uh Gaga is a trans uh, um, not transvestite. Uh, hermaphrodite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. this is according to what Gaga posted. Gaga said that that he, it, she, whatever is a hermaphrodite, born, which means born with both genders. And, and Gaga said, it's not something I'm ashamed of, I just don't go around pr- promoting it, right? So, but no. Gaga is, you know, uh, she was on, uh, he was, it was on, uh, <laughs> Jimmy you better Be careful with your words, man. You're gonna have well, the LGBT it, coming out. Gaga was on one of them shows. He and Gaga said, coming out. Gaga said, listen, Gaga said on the show, <laughs> on the show, Gaga said, I swear to Lucifer. Yeah. 
It's uh, on one of them shows. It was on, it's like one of them late night shows. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know one of them joints. Hey, one of them shows, I don't another know. thing though. So, this stuff is blatant at this point. But I was going to say, Greater Nine. No, I was just going to say too. What we have to remember is that um, all of this is to different guys. Like, like for example, right when it comes to theatrics and when it comes to music, that's that's the worst. I'm, I'm not going to say that. All together, but what we see on mainstream, that's to the god Pan, the Celtic or Greek god, or excuse me, not Greek, the Celtic or Celtic god, which is in um Ireland and, and in England. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna read something real quick, right? This one of the gods it of the says, Vikings. No, um, I don't think he was the god of the Vikings, but more so like the uh, the Celtics and um Celtics, which is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it says um tomato tomato pastoral pastoral music. He's the guy that, right? It says a literary, dramatic, or a musical genre that depicts the characters and scenes of rural life or ex- expensive of, excuse me, expression of its atmosphere. So when you see videos combined with music, that comes originally from the worshiping of Pan. Mm. Is also a part of theatrics and is to bring to life whatever it is that they're trying to convey. So when you watch the music videos and you see, you know what I'm saying, girls half neck in the videos, that's what they want to depict because that's what they want the world to be like. Right. When you see, you know, black on black crime, whether it be movies or, you know, music, that's what they want us to do. They want us to kill one another. So they put they put it in, in the actual images. Yeah. That's 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 something that I don't think we we put out there enough. Like the the whole purpose of television, media, etc., is to bring to life whatever it is that's on the screen. For example, the whole COVID pandemic thing. The only thing that gives existence to that is fear. So if we can put this on the screen and make it look real, and then people actually go out there and start wearing masks and going to the hospital mm-hmm. thinking they're sick and now we given we're we're basically creating that and the same thing like yeah. you said with the women dancing half naked the the brothers rapping about death murder drive-bys robbing stealing all of that people are going to go out there and act it out and that's when it actually becomes a part of this world it's basically you know, like where I said you're speaking okay. a curse yeah. you're putting a curse out there on somebody and then they actually go out there and do it so when you see our women out there dressing a certain way wearing makeup and half naked and got the stuff exposed mm-hmm. brothers out there sagging and smoking weed and doing everything else and wearing all the designer and all this other stuff that they see in yeah. the movie and the, uh, the videos. Yeah. That's the result of what we get from media and music. It's in the, the, the music, it's in the videos, and it's yeah. also in the, the, the movies. It's also in mass media. Yeah. So, um, Man, you said a lot with the, 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 the hip hop thing. I wanted to say this because I worked in a, um, a very famous retail store within my city for multiple years. And one of the things that we used to do, we played everybody's music and then we sold music. So what I would do is I would look at album covers. Um, I would listen to music. And I would just, you know, stuff would stick in your head because believe it or not, whether you realize it or not, most of us know more rap lyrics than we know anything, or we know more mm. movie scripts than we know anything else. Mm. We know more of that than we know Bible scriptures in a lot of ways. Like 
somebody turn a song on, you know all the lyrics. Somebody turn a movie on, you know all the lines. Why is that? It's because of the way it was drilled in our conscience. But what I wanted to say was that I remember after I started coming to a certain level of understanding that I said, look, just like kind of you did with the Tupac thing, I said, I need to start going and looking at these, finding out what's going on with different artists and things of that nature. So I went, I would go over to the uh, album stand and this is back when they still had the CDs and I would look at album covers and I would look for little subtle signs and things like that. And man, just looking at an artist's album cover, you can tell a lot of things about that artist. And I'm not saying, I'm, when I say this, I'm not saying this in, you know, in no light way. I mean this like literally, like you mentioned the Bone Thugs and Harmony thing earlier. I think their cases might've been a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they were being manipulated. We're talking about artists that have been in the game for years and have gone up the ladder and seen the top. I'm talking about these people actually knowing what they're doing. So um, I don't know if y'all familiar with Earth, Wind and Fire. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Go back and look at some of those uh those albums. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's eyes pure paganistic. Pyramids, a bunch of pagan yeah. signs and all, all kinds of stuff. I want to show y'all one of these album covers that I saw, man. It just blew me away. And I yeah. remember showing this to somebody. And um, I think it was my manager at the time, because we were, we used to talk about witchcraft and hip hop and all this other stuff, yeah. and it used to just People thought I was crazy for a second, but then right. I, it was one day well, I pulled you, up. You are crazy when you start talking like that. You know, <laughs> hey man, but look, it's crazy. Well, they concerned, that's, you're talking nonsense. That's that's true, but it's like, once people get into it and they actually yeah. see the stuff for themselves and they're like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. you weren't, maybe- Hey, you know what else, Corey? Go on, ahead. Yeah. On, on the topic of what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. One of the terms that Pan is known by is called King of the Dance. Mm. Who do you know oh. that had that same term, wow. bro? Michael Jackson. And Facts. you remember Michael Jackson said Michael Jackson was talking about uh uh Peter Pan or, or 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 Pan or whatever, and he was talking about how it basically keeps you, you know, like in a child state of mind. So they attack children Pan. with this too. <laughs> they on some yeah. on some uh some pedophile type stuff with this too, attacking yeah. children. You see that when you get into uh uh, can y'all see my screen? Yeah, before yeah, you go yeah. into that though, I just want to say on, on that Pan though, right? Pan was also the original Pied Piper. Yeah. Hmm. And, and who else Who else in music referred to themselves as the Pied Piper? All right, Kelly. And who are Kelly be going after? The Pied Piper, R.B. Kelly go after little kid. <laughs> all right, I ain't say that. I ain't, ain't going to say all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Listen, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They you said, said the same thing about Michael Jackson. They ain't ready to say all that. Listen, listen, no, listen. They said, they said, R. Kelly, do you like little girls? He said, no, no, no. They said, do you like underage girls? He said, what you mean by underage? That's a trick question. Under the age of 21, no, under the age man. of 18, <laughs> under like, you know oh, what I'm Listen, that's common sense though, because according to the law, like like whether we agree with it or hey, not, according hey, to the listen, law, it's 18. Hey, and he wasn't going to get tripped about no media question. I'm not justifying nothing he did. Yeah. I'm just saying though, yeah. I don't trust some people. They asked me the same question. I, uh, I'm bleeding the field. One, no, one two, three, four, feel. Listen, you just say no. Listen, you just say no. No. So I remember when I, when, this is one of the first album covers I saw. Like I went, right. at the time, Ja Rule had, his career had been destroyed. I think he went to jail, came back out, and then Ja Rule came out with a new album. I'm like, hold on. 
Ja Rule got a new album. Let me go check out the album cover. And I was like, I know at this point, if somebody got an album coming out and they've been, you know, they've been put to the back burner, they got to do something to get back in. So mm-hmm. I um went and looked at this album cover. And I don't know if y'all could see this thing in the middle. Yeah. When like you turn this thing face. upside down. Oh, it's the Baphomet. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. it's, it's it, they got a smaller version mm-hmm. of it and they got a, it's a Ro- big. Rotate the joint. Let me see if I could save it. And- yeah, that's because I, I see it now. So as you said, it, I'm like, oh, the ear, the glasses are the ear. Oh, that's crazy. Let me and see. You got it's, a thing in the middle of the head. You it's the back of me. Let me see if I could. That's uh, crazy. Uh, Wait, that, that, so that's not, that, that's not a coincidence. Hold on. Tools yeah, I got it. Um, yeah, and then rotate. I got that's it. Not, that's, that's not that's not a coincidence, man. This right here, here it is. So he needed to, he needed to do something. Fifty cents. This is what it him. is right here. <laughs> and when you look at it, it, it got like eyes in the middle and all of that. Like I put this joint and put it upside down, and then I took it over to my manager. My manager was at the cash register. I'm like, check this out, and she looked at it, and she said, "This thing is so evil looking. I don't even want to touch it." This she told me, like, I don't, it, it just looks so crazy. I don't want to touch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when you look at album covers and things like this, there are so many different album covers uh-huh. out there that I could actually show you just like this in different, in different ways. Hey, you know look, Michael, Michael Jackson's last album cover had Alistair Crawley on it. Yeah, that's he, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he, dubbed, he dubbed himself the beast, the, the beast of revelation. Yeah. He said he was the most wicked man in the world. And a lot of, a lot of rock and roll people, Deal with Alistair Crawley and yeah. his teachers. Do as thou wilt. Thou wilt. You Jay Z has the shirt. Do as thou wilt. So apparently he's dealing with the doctrine of Alistair Crawley. Oh um, man! Oh, yeah, Jay Z oh, yeah, pushed that. Look at, look at you know what? Too uh, Alistair Crawley used to deal with Pan too. He used to deal with uh, what's known as the um, the Night of Pan or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this crazy. Hey. Look, look, look at Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Like he said. A free, a free proceed to smoke weed. Never have a want. Never have a need. Oh man! That's when the song "Murder" was the case that they yeah, gave. Yeah, but that whole, <laughs> that whole video. In that video, he's showing in the video that he got killed. He made a deal with the devil, and everything went in reverse. Everything worked out for him. Because right. in the video, remember, uh, uh, the guy came to him as the white Jesus, and mm-hmm. then the white Jesus turned into the devil. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so, so, showing how Satan presented himself as an angel of light, and then he made a deal with the devil. Will I be the G that I was? I can make mm-hmm. your life better than you can imagine or even dream of. Yeah. So he, he in the whole video is depicting him making a deal with the devil. Now how true it is. Now I heard that in one of his a book he wrote, he said that that really happened. I wow. read the book, but I heard that. I don't know. You have to get the book and read the book. Oh, he, he, he got I, out from a murder, a murder case. Well, but, he said, but according to the video, according to his, what I heard somebody say when they read the book, they said that in the book, he said that the video and that what he depicted in the video is what really happened. In reality, he got shot and mm-hmm. he was in the hospital dying. And he made a deal with the devil and everything reversed. And then he ended up shooting, you know, the other guy got shot and he blew up to be, you know, because the whole video, he's, he's making this deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, he, and he's asking, okay, so the devil's saying, listen, man, you, you come to me, I'll make your life better. He said, will I be the G that I was? I can make your life better than you can imagine or even dream of. So relax yeah. your soul. Or something, close your eyes, my eyes close. Yeah. Murder. And then the whole thing, you know, about, and the, and the, and the killer part about it, 
The killer part about it is he had a choir from a church singing the hook. That joint's crazy. <laughs> hey, look, everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> from, what I, from what I understand, That's from scary, what I understand, man. that was a real choir, a real church choir. It was somebody's church. Let their choir yeah. go sing that song. For the money. For the money. Love of money is root of all evil. Everybody knows Snoop Dogg smoke weed. And Snoop Dogg ain't man, he ain't never get locked up for no for no for no no marijuana. No marijuana stuff. I think he had one little incident. Hey, man. One thing that uh, you're going to always notice, man, like there's always going to be signs and symbols. Wherever there's proof, signs and symbols is a, is a language that people don't understand. Like when you understand symbolism, we understand certain signs, you can pick up on things. It's just like Arabic. Y'all mentioned the situation with the sister earlier that, you know, was possessed. When you look at Arabic writing, to some people it just look like a bunch of symbols, but no, right. it's actually a, a language. language. You right. can read it and you understand, okay, this is what this word means. This is what this letter means, this, 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 boom. It's the same thing here uh, in, uh, uh, in the Middle East. Like if you go to um, certain walls in Egypt and you look at the hieroglyphs, it's a bunch of symbols, but the symbols actually have meanings. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So when you look on album covers and you see certain artists doing certain things, putting certain hand signals up like this right here, MC Light and uh, T-Pain with these, you know, things right here. And then people doing a one eye joint like this. Look, it's so many album covers. Every artist does it at some point. Right. You know what I'm saying? This, see this? Look at Drake. You know what I'm saying? We we go on and on. Look at Eminem. Eminem got some of the most blatant ones. This one kind of blocked out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Eminem songs, and he got several ones like this. Let me show y'all another one, Eminem. You got this guy right here. I forgot his name. He in the Wu-Tang. What's his name? It's uh, SZA. Is that what his name is? No, that's, um, that's, uh, RZA. 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 Yeah. Who else? Let me show y'all, man. Because look at this Ludacris album. Stuff like this. Now, people might say, oh, that's art that's innocent. It's not nothing. No, it actually is. Look at Young Jesus, John. Look at Young Jesus. Uh, uh, what we're saying, entire property. That was Young Jesus. Um, look at Nas. You go to, uh, is this Nas? No, The weekend. Sorry, I said Nas. That's The weekend. Now, it's so many different albums. Like, I've seen so many album covers. Just to show y'all the Earth, Wind, and Fire joint before I get off of this. So people can actually get a glimpse of what we talk about. This is the kind of stuff we talk about on album covers. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like this. All of this stuff is symbolic. Mm -hmm. So when you when you see album covers and stuff like this, and look at this. You got the three pyramids in the back. You got them sitting in a pyramid formation. All of this stuff is ritualistic. This is not stuff that's just done out of coincidence. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So. We talk about album covers. Look at this. People were talking about chakras and all of that. Look at this right here. This That's is old back. stuff. That's old. old. Right. This new age stuff. This ain't new age. The this same demons this been teaching the same stuff for years. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This is nothing. There, the scriptures say it's nothing new under the sun. So we talk about this stuff. This is stuff that you need to look at. Another album like this. And I don't know if y'all remember, but Death Row had an album like this where they were all kind of um, standing. Yeah all in black and they were like positioned in a right, right. way. It, all of this stuff is repeated over right. and over. 
repeated this, this, over yeah, and over again. This, this, ain't, this ain't just random stuff that they just thought was cool, man. This stuff is, has a lot of implications behind it. You know, they dealing with Egyptology and all that whatnot. So, so when yeah. we talk about uh, hip hop and everything else, li listen to the, listen to hip the music. Did you know hip hop is a religion? It is. It actually. It, it, there's a hip hop Bible, KRS one, K, KRS one, I think, whatever. Yeah. He's one of the 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 leaders of the hip hop religion. Look that up. Yeah. I'm not making it up. Another thing, years ago, there was somebody who came out with an article on who was that like, pope? Who was that the pope? Yeah, somebody said that pope. Somebody said they the pope a rapper. What that was? Who was where? that? Bishop? Somebody? Where? Where at? Right in the middle, the dude with the down. cross, yeah, with the cross, right? To oh, left, right, to, yeah, who was that? Bishop Lamont. I've been I hearing about him, him, I think. That's yeah, he, he's supposed to be, yeah, that's right crazy, man. But, um, I was gonna say another thing that y'all need to look at a lot of these artists are Freemasons, and sometimes in celebration of them going up to uh another rank and uh. And Freemasonry, yeah. they create a certain album cover. Like almost every artist has an album called I Am. I want y'all to look this up. Somebody did an article on it years ago, and they show all these artists with the same art, uh, same uh, album name, I Am, I Am, Will I Am, I Am, I Am. Nas, hey, you know, Beyonce, uh, you know, Gucci, Gucci Man had an album where he was sitting on a throne, right, and like he was yeah. in heaven. And on both sides of the throne, it said a higher on it, but it was it was the um the uh the Yiddish, but they actually said oh, higher e, on e, it. E, 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 H with the E on it. E, yeah, e, yeah, e, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Now that's crazy. Now, now what did he know about that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did he know about? Yeah, exactly. Now I want to show y'all something. This is another album cover I saw, and then <laughs> I'll leave it. But and the scriptures say, "Thou shalt take, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord the thy God in vain." Exactly. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. Y'all see this Nas album, I Am? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elisa Keys, As I Am. And another thing you'll see is the red letters. Let me see if I can go down and get some. I Am versus I Was, 21, seven, uh, mm -hmm. 21 Savage. Beyonce, I Am, Sasha Fierce. And you notice yeah. it's like got the two-faced. Yeah, that's that's her alter ego, the demon that, that she's, she's uh, uh, housing Ke Kelly Rowland, here I am. I am they, yeah. Man, listen, I, I actually put together a compilation Leona. like 10 years back. I had a whole big collage of these artists with the name I am, it will blow your mind. Then Beyonce got another one right here just called I am. Well, look, well, hold up. Why are you doing that? Cause we, I think, for the listeners, yeah. they gotta understand the significance of I am, right? Yeah. So let's let's so, let's pull us up in the scripture, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm go gonna ahead. share my screen. Go ahead and uh, pull us up in the scripture, right? So, so the people can understand the significance Last of this one. I am, right? So, uh, here in in First Samuel, in First Samuel sixteen and fourteen, I was going to the fact that how how demons and music work together. I I go through this right quick, then I go yeah. to the, the I am, right? So here. Uh, this is the, the, the King Saul, right? And so first Samuel 16 and 14 says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee to seek out a man 
who is cunning, who is a cunning player of the harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand and thou shall be well. Right. So now people might be saying the evil spirit from God, understanding when it says the evil spirit from God, it means a spirit that didn't do Saul well. Right. Because the most high use an angel to chastise somebody. Right. So it's not a, a demonic spirit, but it's a spirit. When they say evil, it means it, it was evil towards Saul. So the, the Holy Spirit, that the, the, the anointed spirit that the most high had put on Saul when he made him the king, that spirit left because Saul disobeyed. So the anointing that he had put on Saul left and the anointing actually went to David, but David didn't really understand that. He just knew that the most high had anointed Saul, so he would never go against Saul. So now the most high put a spirit that was chastising and vexing uh, Saul. So now it said, verse 17 says, um, and Saul said unto his servant, provide me now a man that can play well and bring to uh, bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants, behold, said, uh, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning, that is cunning and plain and a mighty valiant man, a man of war and prudent in matters and calmly and a comely person. And the Lord is with him. So this man, you know, this is a stand up guy. So. And he he's saying all this about him, the kind of man he is to, to speak to the spirit that David was operating in. And here's the significance of this, right? It says, wherefore Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me David, thy son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took a donkey laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid, which is a baby goat, right? And people, I was talking about kid. A kid is a baby goat. You don't have kids, you have children. So he says he took a, he took a, he took a donkey laden with bread, a bottle of wine, a baby goat, and sent them by David, his son, unto Saul. So this was an offering. So Saul could have some wine, some, you know, he brought, a, he sent him a donkey that can carry, you know, because donkeys will carry stuff, uh, some bread, some wine, and he saw him send him a goat that he can, you know, cut up and eat. And verse 21 says, and David came to Saul and stood before him. And, mosquito, man, excuse me. He said, stood before him, and he loved him greatly. And he became his armor bearer. So when Saul met David, he said, man, I like this dude, man. I'm rocking with you. I'm gonna let you hold my armor, right? David was a young, so Saul was the king. And then verse 22 says, and Saul sent to Jesse saying, let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was, uh, when the evil spirit from God was sent upon, was, I'm sorry, was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed and was well. And the evil spirit departed from him. So it was through the music that he was able to remove this spirit from Saul, showing you the power of music. So if, if a spirit can be moved off of a person through music, can can a spirit be moved into a person through music? Yes, just, just something to look at. Now let's go to this I am. Let's go to this I am, right? So you talk about why people talk about this I am. We saying uh, Exodus 20. Let's just get it right quick since we got the scripture up right quick. Let's just get it. Exodus 20, the Ten Commandments. And God spake all these words saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. 
Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So it's a reason why they're having all these artists take the Lord's name in vain. So what are we talking? So let's what's the connection between taking the Lord's name in vain and I am? Everybody having I am, I am. We're going to Exodus 3 and 14, right? Uh, we're going to go Exodus 3 and 13. We're going to start in verse 13. Here. Let me highlight this so we can see this right here. It says, Exodus 3 and 13. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I am come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers, which sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? Because they were in Egypt. The Egyptians worshiped many gods. So here he is. God reveals himself to Moses in a burning bush and saying, go tell my people that I'm coming to, to rescue them. And, he, and Moses said, when I go to them, they're going to say, what's his name? What God? What's the, what's the name of this God that's come? The God of our fathers. And God said this, Exodus 3 and 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. So here's the significance of what Brother Corey is bringing out when they're showing all these albums and they're saying, I am, I am. They're blaspheming. They're taking the Lord's name in vain. Exactly. And it's kind of like, you know, we have this thing in this era of people calling themselves God or gods, mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. The, the, it's the five percenters and God. Thing. Yes. Say, what's, what's up, God? No, let, right. So it, it, it's blasphemy. We had a, Rick Ross is an artist that put out an album called The Holy Ghost. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember that one. You know what I'm saying? So there are a lot of things that people need to look at. There's one last thing I wanted to show y'all with relation to this. So remember I said about the whole masonry thing and artists showing when they ranked up in Freemasonry. Now, this is Jay-Z. I remember this album coming out. I was at the same store that I was telling y'all about with these album covers. And this album came out, Blueprint 3. And this album is like the, the cover is very obscure. It's like very mysterious. When you look at it, it's a, a white room with a bunch of instruments in the background and things of that nature. And then you got three red lines in the middle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when I looked at this, this was very symbolic. And I was like, what does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Now, to me, at this point, it has a dual meaning. I'm going to show y'all something that um i saw that i came across not long after looking at this so i don't know if y'all know that who this person is this is dr conrad murray this is the, the guy that they for. said poison michael jackson oh uh, right? okay yeah he's out of yeah. houston matter of fact right he's from houston yeah now when you look at this necklace he got this is a uh freemasonry necklace mm -hmm. has the same symbol uh, three uh. Uh, symbol that jay-z put on the front of his album in red and from my understanding, this is him showing that he's a third degree Mason. It's either third or 30, one of them. I have to go it's back. It's the same oh, thing. Oh, 30, third and 30. Yeah. 33, the same thing. So me. when you look at this album cover and you see this kind of stuff right here, to people that are in the know, this is very simple of what Jay-Z is trying to show. Mm. And this particular album, I, I don't know if this was a, no, it wasn't the first one after he returned because he had the black album. Then had another album. It might have been his first solo album after he returned. I have to go back and check. But symbology like that is stuff that you want to look for when you look, if you're looking at album covers and things like that. We also know that the Hebrew letters um, six are very similar yeah. to this. Yes, yeah, like almost straight lines. Yeah, straight six, lines. Six, six, so six, this yeah. could be six, 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 looked at as six, six, six as well. And it's all in red. 
So just think about stuff like this. When we talk about symbology and symbolism, it's a language within itself. So when we talk about hip hop and album covers and then the, the actual messages that artists put out there, listen to the music. Like when we talk about music, what good, what good things are artists putting out in the music today? Because when I listen to Megan, when you hear Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, uh, uh, what's the name, Migos, and all these other people that's out right now, what do they talk about? We hear murder, we hear robbery, we hear sex, we hear death, we hear pill popping, club hopping, you know, beat somebody up, take somebody's stuff, run down well, on somebody. It's been like this since the 90s, since that since meeting the 90s, they had. Since the meeting. So right. If, if, if hip hop is our culture, is our culture a deaf culture? Like, because if this is our culture, our culture is suicide. Hmm. There's nothing beneficial coming from it. I can't listen to any of this music and get any positive, anything positive from it. So how is it beneficial? And all of these things we're talking about, the scriptures say, don't do, don't murder, don't steal, right. don't commit Don't be adultery. whoremongers, don't commit don't fornication, be whoremongers. adultery. So this is, this is a tool of the devil. Absolutely. Do everything Judge that God say don't do. Do everything. Do as thou do as thou will. Thou will. Every, yeah, the, the, everything the, God say, don't do. The whole do. of the law, the satanic law, do as thou will. Because and you said something that you said something. I think make a great transaction transition here. Please be sure to check out part three of the conversation. Thank you for listening to God Family Nation.